We hope you enjoy this message from Pastor Will Levy, recorded at Equipus Church, Dunedin. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com. Well, before I get into the message tonight, I want to give a, a quick um, uh, uh, review, I guess, review, uh, share testimony. Um, for some of you know, Desiree and I have been away for the last couple of weeks. Um, we've had the privilege to be with John, Pastor John and Lene Sparrow in central coast of California. So it's basically it's halfway between San Francisco and L.A., and so, um, very beautiful um, piece of the country, and uh, we were up there, but it was, it was just great to be able to go and serve them. Who can remember Pastor John Lene from just around Shout Conference? Francesco preached in the morning from Italy. John preached in the evening. Who, yeah, there's a few hands up. Cool. So, it was, it, it, they're just beautiful, beautiful people. They love God. They love people, and, and uh, we just went up there to encourage them. Desiree did a uh, woman's event on the Saturday morning, and it was just so great because, I mean, it's not just American culture, but it is very strong over there where, where you've got to look a certain way. And we have that in Kiwi culture as well. We've got to look the right way and all that. But I mean, I have not seen ex- eyelash extensions as long as they were out here. You could, you could escape jail with them. I'm not sure. Maybe... Uh, but there's a lot, over, over there, there's a lot of struggle with what you look like and there's, you know, plastic surgery is just off the chain and Botox, all that sort of stuff. But it was so great. We had Desiree just went in and just did her simple message about who you are in Jesus. And, you know, women were in just, just not finding the place of knowing the revelation of the love of God for exactly who they are. And so Saturday morning was just beautiful. We were in a, on a cattle ranch. And uh, it was amazing. I was, I was there in support, but I was still just freaking out about if a rattlesnake was around my legs or something like that. So uh, I was praying, but I was also praying for myself. So anyway, so it was real good being able to do the woman's thing with, with Desiree. And then Sunday morning, I got to minister. And again, just, just saying, come on, let's give our entire lives to Jesus. And people responding, saying, you know what, I'm going to follow Jesus 100%. And, and it was just great to be able to see uh, and encourage uh, John, Lene, and Z, Pastor Pat, and um, Terry as well. And so, so great. And we had a good time. And then we had a, a day or, or a day and a half off on the way back. And uh, so we, we just relaxed, and it was quite cool. And then we got, went to Axe Conference in the UK. And it was a, a seriously unbelievable what God is doing in the UK. Um, the, the doors that are getting, the, the religious spirit that is getting broken over Europe, it's, it's amazing. You know, Europe has been in this, has, has under this cloud of religious spirit and just seeing the, the, the freedom that's coming, everyone who's wanting to connect with Axe Churches UK, just are, are finding space to breathe. And God's just doing a new thing. And like in, in Italy, we're, we're about to see two new church plants. Uh, and, and one in Slovakia, and we've got people in Denmark, and someone about to go and plant a church in Copenhagen, and uh, there's another person in Germany who's, who's joining with Axe Churches, and so not just the Quippers Church in Germany, but Axe Church as well, and, and then you've got other people from all over the place, and, and what God's doing not in the, even in the UK, and so it's, it's just really important that you know what's going on because you sow into it. 
You partner into it. In fact, we didn't even pray. I forgot about the tithes tonight. But every time we give, we we sow into what God's doing around the world. And so don't, don't just think, hey, that's nice, but we're a part of that. We sow into what we call a church development fund, and we've given thousands and thousands of dollars to Italy to get, get, get the church up and running there. And it's just a real miracle what, what Francesco has seen there and seen over, over 200 people out on a Sunday. That's not bad for a church plant of, of about 18 months. A lot, a lot of people will be happy with that. <laughs> so, so just really, really exciting. So I, wanna, I want you to be encouraged in that. And I want you to continue to pray into that, continue to give as you diligently do through tithes and offerings. And uh, we, can, we, can, we are seeing a move of God in, in, the, in, in Europe. It really is awesome. And so um, Acts Conference was great. Dr. Michael Maiden was ministering and preaching and just the prophetic words over different people's lives was really encouraging. Um, on the Sunday, I got to minister in Richmond, and so it's a bit of an old stomping ground. When we were there, we had a church out in Brentford and a church in the city, um, and now the two churches have combined, and so Richmond is sort of the middle, and it was great to be there with pastors uh, Mark and Chantal Nash. Who remembers Mark Nash, the skinny white guy from, from, who speaks English? <laughs> he was here probably, I don't know, 18 months ago maybe. Um, but it's great to be able to support them and, and really go back to some of our old, our old stomping ground. And they had around about 70 to 80 people out and two people responded to Jesus and lots of, it was just awesome. And so they're in a great venue and good times with them. Got to hang out with Mark and Pastor Mark and Monica, who are our senior pastors or great friends as well when we were over there in the UK. And, and also Pastor Peter Prothero and Jackie. I don't know. We've, we've had Pastor Peter down here once, haven't we? Probably early on. Well, I'm sure we're going to get him back here again. And so just real great to be able to connect. Uh, they, they spend a lot of time traveling down here um, to New Zealand, but it's great to be able to connect up there. And so real privilege, real honor. So it's good. Amen. Awesome. I, I want to share just some thoughts that I've been mulling over on, on, on my trip. And uh, it's, it's sort of formed, but I just I, I believe God's going to move through it tonight. Uh, I love faith. Who's a faith person? Uh, I pray you're a faith person. I, I believe, you know, we have to push ourselves when it comes to faith. Because really, really we, can be, we can easily be Christians in the world that we live in in New Zealand and not have faith. We can have our faith in our belief, but not need faith for our everyday. And so I really believe that, you know, we've, to, to be a faith person, you've got to stir up faith. If you want to know if you've got faith tonight, I'm going to ask you a simple question. Where do you need Jesus to come through in right now or else it's all going to turn to custard? What are you relying on Jesus for? Where do you need Him right now? If, if there's an answer to that that you have in your life, then I, I say you've got faith. You're believing God for a breakthrough. You're believing God for something to, uh, to come through. Only He can do it. You're trusting in Him and you're believing Him. That's what faith is about. Who knows the faith chapter in the Bible? Go and yell it out to me, someone. Hebrews 11. 
It's a good, confident faith answer right there. Have faith in yourself. But yes, Hebrews chapter 11. I love this because every time where I get a little bit down, or not down, but every time where I feel like I'm getting a little bit what I would call stale. Anyone else felt stale before? Just me, maybe. Um, I, go to, I go to Hebrews because 11 because it tells me the stories. It tells me the stories of the champions of faith. And it stirs my heart up because, um, and, and so it says, faith is the confidence that what we hope for will actually happen. It gives us assurance about the things we cannot see. Through their faith, the people in the days of old earned a good reputation. A good reputation. I, I pray tonight you want a good reputation. But what is your reputation? Are you known as a faith person? Are you known as a kind person? Are you known as a harsh person? Are you known as a happy person? Does anyone know a happy person here? All right, point to a happy... No, no. <laughs> we'll go down the list. No. But it's, it was by faith, the chap, this chapter says, it was by faith. It was by faith that Noah, Noah built a boat. Put yourself in that situation for a minute. It's never rained. Nothing like this has ever happened before. But God says to Noah, I want you to build a boat so big, so wide. And it took him days. It took him a long, long time. But it was by faith that he trusted God. It was by faith. There's going to be times where you're going to have to wait. You're going to have to wait. You're going to have to hold on. And you're going to trust God. It was, it was by faith that we, even Sarah was able... Sorry, was able to have child through. She was barren and was too old. She believed that God would keep his promise. She believed that God would keep his promise. Have you got faith to believe that God's going to keep his promise? What are the promises that God's given you? Maybe you're, 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 you've, you've just become a Christian. Maybe you're not even a Christian. Maybe you're not even a believer in Jesus Christ tonight. Have you got faith, though? I've got faith tonight that, that the Lord, the Holy Spirit is going to speak to you. I've got faith tonight that if you're stale, Holy Spirit is going to speak to you. Why? Because we're opening the Word of God. And I, I, I'm just, I'm at this point where I'm going, Lord, we're, we're, got, we're in this beautiful city in Dunedin. We're, we're, we're part of this beautiful church. Like I stand in worship and praise tonight and we just see, all these young people down the front and, and then another row of slightly older people and then another row of mature people and another row of people who don't smell and then another... <laughs> another no, it's not like that at all. Uh, anyway. But I, I love it. We're here and we're, we're dancing around. We're dancing around, having a good... Who likes dancing? Having a good time? I mean, the bass, the subs are going... <laughs> The noise complaints, anyway. We got all this stuff. We got great hospitality. We're hanging out, we're meeting together. But what's the difference between here right now and a club? What's the difference? Because you dance at a club, I guess. I haven't been to a club for a long time. You guys don't go to clubs. <laughs> Has Dunedin got... Oh, don't answer this question. I've got no idea. But you know what I mean? We can have, 
We can have relationship, but if church is just relationship and just friendship, and it's not faith, then we're missing what God has for us as a church. We're missing what God has for us as a church. I pray that we have relationship. I pray we have fellowship. But more than that, I pray we've got faith to believe for God to do something He's never, ever done before. I'm believing for God. Like Noah, he'd never, it never had rained before. And we sit here and worship and I love God and you love God and we worship God and, and we praise God and we, and we lift His name up. But then we have different ministries that come through the life of the church and Dr. Michael Maiden comes and prophesies and, and, and just something that st- stood out to me is like, God's going to do something that He tried to do 90 years ago. What am I? I get on Google 90 years ago in Dunedin. <laughs> but have I got, I've just got, I, as a church, have we got faith for God to do something that He had planned to do years ago? Not just a, I love the worship, don't get me wrong. I love you praising, I love us praising, I love us getting together and fellowshipping and, and all that stuff. But if it's not, if it's, if it's just down to that and there's no faith and we're just living our life normally, we're missing the very promises that God has for us. We're missing the very destiny that God has for us. And I believe tonight that God wants to stir faith in this room. Stir faith in your spirit. Stir faith in my spirit. See, see, we need Jesus. We need faith. It's got to be an area in our life that we trust in, in God. In. Otherwise, we're just living our life in an in a easy, mainstream life. I want to stir you tonight. Is there something that you're believing for God for? Is there something that you're trusting in him, him in for tonight? Because we've got to have faith. Not that I want to sing the song. No. No. It's not, we need the anointing to stay. We need... But church, I want to I stir your heart. I want to encourage you tonight. It's got to be faith. We've got to have faith. Because uh, all of us have got faith in one way or another. If you've, if you've asked Jesus to be your Lord and Savior, if you've accepted that He died and He rose again for the penalty of yours and my sin, that took faith. It took faith, but God has got so much more for us to do now. So much more to push into Him and trust and believe Him for. I love what Dr. Michael Maiden says. He goes, you're a man that's going to attract money. I'm like, okay, awesome. I was like, I, I, I sort of, not to be rude, but I, I sort of know that. It's a, it's a grace that God's put on my life. I've accepted that now, and I and I it's, it's a humble thing. I, I trust me. I've gone on this battle. I've gone on this walk, and I'm like, great God. I, I, I love it's because of my Jewish heritage. I'm like, Lord, I've got faith for this, but Lord, for that person who's dying of cancer, I want to have faith for that person. I've been through this paddle. I'm like, whoop-de-doo, money, woohoo, yay. Don't get me wrong. I've, I've, I've humbled myself again. I've cried out to God and I've honoured it and I've thanked Him for it, the faith for it. But Lord, 
Take me to a place where I can grow in my faith for someone who needs breakthrough in, in restoration and healing or, in, or in, in a relationship or whatever. Lord, stir my faith. Stir my, is there something that you're asking God to stir your faith in? Is there something that we're, we're trusting God for? Lord, I trust you. I've had four conversations this evening. This evening of people who need healing. I'm like, Lord, just bring faith for that healing. Bring faith for that healing because your word says it. Your word says it. Are you pushing into God? Is there something that we can have faith for? See, faith, I believe, will then create another word called, called follow. See, when we have faith in Jesus Christ, we then need to learn how to follow. We need to follow Christ. Has, in, has anyone, uh, maybe you guys don't, won't be able to do this, but uh, understand this, but I'm sure you've been in the car with someone, but has anyone, he's like, says, hey, follow me when you're driving. Just keep up with me and I'll show you where to go. A few people have done that. Who likes being the person doing the, follow, doing the following? No, that's right. You all like being the person who's doing the driving, don't you? All, all the leading. Who, and the, but the thing is, there's, there's good, good leaders in the driving and there's bad leaders in the driving. Who's like, someone like, follow me, it's all right. Suddenly, and, and you're the person who's following in the, in the car and they go through, they ran a red light. <laughs> <laughs> and you're following like they ran a red light. What are you gonna do? <laughs> no, you stop. <laughs> you're gonna kill someone. But and then you're thinking, oh, that's all right. They're a good. The other good person who's driving, they'll look in their rearview mirror and they'll figure out that I'm, we're not there. No. They've gone and like they've gone through another set of lives and it's just all over, it's gone. And then you get on your phone and doot, 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 it goes dead. Who's there? You know what I mean? But see, here's the thing is when we have faith, it says that we're choosing to follow. And here's the thing Jesus will never run a red light and stop. Uh, he'll, 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 he'll never take, he'll never go out of the distance. He'll always keep you in viewpoint. But one of the things that I've learned when it comes to following Jesus is he will follow you, he will take you to a point where you can sometimes only just keep your eyes on him. Why? Because he knows the distance that he can take you. He knows the, he knows the faith journey that he can take you to. See, there's going to be times where he might just go through a roundabout and there's a whole lot of traffic going around it and there's a storm in life, but he's gone out the other side, but he knows that you can get through that roundabout. See, that roundabout in life could be the roundabout of, of breakthrough on he healing. That roundabout in life could be how to get through a hard time. That roundabout in life could be finances. Who's, who, who's felt the stretch sometimes where you're honouring Jesus in your finances, but you feel like he's far off. Yeah. Come on, let's be honest tonight. There's that time, there's those times where he's gone through the roundabout and out the other side and in and, and times of forgiveness. 
And you're like, he's so far in the, out there. You're like, oh, I'm not sure if I really need to forgive this person because Jesus has obviously forgotten about it, so I must just have to keep up. I really believe tonight when, when it comes to faith, we've got to learn how to follow well. We, it's not about, Jesus is never going to go faster than we can handle. The Bible actually says that. I want to encourage you tonight when it comes to following God, to follow Him. See, when it comes to finances, follow Him. Follow Him. Have your finances uh, aligned with the Word of God. And you'll find after that, you'll, you'll get a freedom in it. When it comes to following Jesus and, and someone's hurt you, someone's abused you, someone's destroyed that trust that, that you gave them. And you've got to a point where you're hurt and you're despair and you're distraught and you feel like Jesus is far off. Now he's close enough for you to, to work through that area and trust him and catch, keep up. See, tonight we've got to have faith in our life. There's some areas that we've got to trust God in. But will we follow him? Here's the thing. Jesus will take you to every area of your life. Not just some, because following Jesus, we give him everything, right? The Bible says to take up our cross and follow him if we want to be his disciple. What does that mean? Well, taking up our cross means dying to our life, dying to our way of life. There's many times in my life where there's some areas I didn't want to die to. I didn't want to give that area over yet, but I knew that. If I wanted to get a victory in that, I had to first die to myself. And I had to first trust God and know that He's got my best intentions and know that He loves me and know that everything that He does is for me. Why? Because the Bible says that He's come to give us life and life in its fullness. Tonight, can we believe, hey, we've got faith in God, but have we got the ability to follow Jesus in our entire life? Where right now is it, a, is, it, is it hard for you to give up an area? Where right now is, 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 are you at the roundabout of circumstance where you feel like the Lord's gone past it, but you know that he's led you to that point to, so that he can deal with some stuff? Because here's the thing is when you deal with it and you get out the other side, you have freedom in it. Who wants freedom tonight? Come on, I believe there's freedom here tonight. But as there's freedom only comes when we understand that we're following the cause of Christ in our life and we align ourselves to the person who's leading us. That's Jesus Christ. I pray tonight that there's freedom in this place. I wanna I'm gonna well, I was gonna say I'm gonna finish in a minute, but that will happen. <laughs> so we've got faith and see so it starts with faith. Then comes following. And I figured out when you have faith and then when you follow God, you'll get a flow. When you have faith and then you follow God, then you'll get a flow. See, a lot of people want the faith and then they want the flow without the follow. Because I want to do my thing. Uh-uh-uh, you didn't say that. I'm going to deal with that over here. Well, I've got faith, but I'll oh, come on, Lord, bless me. Come on, Lord, let, let, the, let it rain down on me. But the problem is, you've gone off down this detour track. Who likes detours? No. Right now, there's, we've got like four or five roadworks between, like, um, what's that, Waverly Place? And up, 
on the hill. <laughs> Don't ask me for GPS directions. <laughs> I'm like, detour, 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 detour. See, we, some of us are, are not getting the flow in our life. Is why? Because we're, we're, we're hitting our own detours. We're, we're, coming to a, we're coming to a sign that says detour, and the problem is we set up the sign. We set up our own safety traffic management plan. <laughs> and that's understandable because sometimes, sometimes to get through that hurt, through that pain, it's gonna rem- you're going to have to remember some stuff. You're going to have to deal with some stuff. And, and we are human. We put these detours in place because we don't want to have to deal with that because it hurts. But can you have faith that Jesus is never going to lead you through something that you can't handle? Can you have faith, I want to say at the end, that Jesus is never going to lead you through something you can't handle? He loves you. He's for you. He's never going to take you to a place that you can't handle. He'll always take you through something and out the other side. Why? Because he wants you to get a greater flow in your life. So there's faith and then we follow, and then we have a flow. See, I love, I love the flow of life. I love walking in the blessings of God. In my, in my journal, uh, I just wrote, you know, as I was going over to L.A., just wanted to write it down because I was like, thank you, Jesus. You know, I, and I'm, I'm, I'm saying this because I, I, I'm boasting in God. Like we, we got to the airport in Auckland. And we got upgraded. Praise the Lord. If you've been on a long-haul flight, that's, that's just praise the Lord. And, and I, I say, thank you, Lord. We got upgraded. And then we got to um, L.A. And, and I'd organized a rental car, just a normal four-door car. And, and I'd remember I had a voucher that says, at any Avis store, you could get an upgrade. I'm like, well, I wonder if this works in the States. So I took it to the person and I said hey does this work over here and he's like well let's give it a try I'm like cool why not gave it he put in the thing and he just looks at me he goes what do you want <laughs> and everyone knows the answer <laughs> I was like I want a Mustang <laughs> and straight away photo Facebook yeah <laughs> I was blessed we were blessed God knows the desires of your heart, even if they are materialistic. <laughs> but it just comes, I, I just, I'm share that tonight just because, you know, man, we're blessed. We're blessed. Last night we had Jake's 10th birthday party and it's an outdoor movie in Dunedin on Highcliffe Road, 300 metres above sea level. <laughs> Wind. I'm like, Lord, come on, just, just for the party, can, you, can it just be nice weather? Just for the party. I'm not kidding you. Four o'clock, the wind goes. All the kids come, have a lot of fun, all that. 8.30, we do the outdoor movie, all that. 8.30, it finishes. Nine o'clock. That was, sorry, that was terrible sound effects. <laughs> terrible. But the wind came in and the rain started to come in. I'm like, thank you, Jesus. 
I know the, the, the silly things, but the Lord knows these things and He, and he wants to bless you. And I, I believe wholeheartedly Jesus has come to give me life and life in its fullness, but it's going to come from faith. It's going to come from following His plan, His purpose, and then comes the flow of His blessing in your life. Um, in Ezekiel uh, 47, some of you may know this, it talks about how the, the river flows. And I want to challenge us tonight or, or just or, or, or encourage you. There's this, I'm going to read it out. It says this in Ezekiel 47. In my vision, the man brought me back to the entrance of the temple. There I saw a stream flowing east from beneath the door of the temple and passing to the right of the altar. Um, on the south side, the man brought me outside the wall through the north gate and led me around the eastern entrance. There I could see the water flowing out from the south side of the east gate. Verse 3, measuring as he went, he took along the stream uh, 1,750 feet and then led me across the water. Uh, sorry, led, then led me across. The water was up to my ankles. He measured off another 1,750 feet and led me across again. This time the water was up to my knees. After another time, another, 17, another 1,750 feet, it was up to the waist. Then he measured another time and the river was too deep to walk across. It was so deep uh, that you could swim and not walk. See, why do I share this story? Is Because so, God walk, works like this. There's times where he'll take you on a journey and say, hey, it's time to step out. It's time to just get those ankles, those ankles wet. And, like, and you're like, okay, cool. All right, God, we're doing this. And you step out and you follow because he's led you to a place. Then he, then he says, okay, now it's time to move again. Don't get too comfy. And we get up to the knees. You're like, oh, oh, I'm not sure about this, but God grows you in your faith. God grows you in your trust. God grows you in, 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 in your faith and trust in this. And you're like, oh, I've never done this before. And then, then he moves another uh, 1,750 feet and you're up to the waist. And you're like, whoa, this is, this, this is getting a little bit hard. But again, you learn to find your trust in God. You learn to find your faith in God. And then he'll take you to a place where no longer you've got anything that you can do about your circumstance. And he'll lead you to a place where you're totally relying on him. I love that. I love it about God, how he does that. He's not, he's, he's, he's a God that knows your ability. He is a God that, that wants to love you and lead you to a point of unashamable, unabandoned faith in Jesus Christ. Tonight, are there people with faith in this room? I love the story in Second Kings that even um, Desiree was talking about this morning. But in Second Kings, um, chapter four, about I'll read it as well. One day, the widow of a member of the group of prophets came to Elisha and cried out, "My husband, who served you, is dead, and you know you know how he feared the Lord. But now a creditor has come, threatening to take my two sons as slaves." What can I do to help you? Elisha asked. Tell me, what do you have in the house? Nothing at all except a flask of olive oil, she replied. And Elisha 
said, borrow as many empty jars as you can from your friends and neighbors. Then go into your house with your sons, shut the door behind you, pour olive oil from the flask into the jars, set each each one aside when it is filled. So she did as she was told. Her sons kept bringing jars to her, and she filled one after another. Soon every container was filled to the brim. Bring me another jar, she said to one of her sons. There aren't any more, he told her, and the olive oil stopped flowing. See, faith and then follow and you'll get a flow in your life. See, this, this woman had no idea. She had, she had no hope. She didn't know what to do. But this prophet, this man of God came along and said, Hey, can you trust? Hey, can you trust? What do you have in the house? What do you have in the house? And she said, I've just got this oil. I've just got this oil. What do you have? I've got oil. Here's the thing. What do you have in your house? What have you got? I love listening to Jake and Justine right now, just before. It was awesome. I love the fact that that they're there in Tonga, serving the people, serving the community. I love the fact that, that, that Jake was able to go and teach dentists and that someone's looking over his shoulder and... I'm sorry, the technique's probably wrong. But I'm, I'm a, <laughs> as a good dentist, I'm sorry. <laughs> but he's like, whatever. That's what it feels like. Anyway, but I love the fact that, you know, Jake's using what he's got in his house. Yeah. And he's like, this is what I've got. This, with, with, this, with this lady, she's got, this is what I've got. And so it flowed. Everything, you've got something that will flow in God. You've got something that, you've got an ability that God wants to use and God wants to flow that out into the community, out into your world, out into your life. See, I even love, I love watching Paul. I know Paul, sorry, I'm going to pick on you for the rest of your life. As long as I know you here. But I love him. He's down here in worship. Uh, people are annoying him and worship going, trying to get his attention and all this sort of stuff. But Paul's there just like, oh, I just want to worship God. Why? I just, I just, just leave me alone. Leave me. <laughs> the Bible says lay hands. No, that's, that's not it. But I love it because he's there. He's worshiping God because he knows what it is to have faith, to trust God. Because... He's been through some stuff. God's got a flow in your life. What do you have in your house? Music team, you guys jump up. Thank you. Tell me, what do you have? Is it surrendered to God? Is it surrendered? Do you have faith in your life to surrender what you have to God? To surrender your life. This is who I am, God. All of this. He loves you. He's got a call on your life. But will you choose to follow God? Will you choose to let Him lead you through stuff? Will you choose to let Him take you on a journey and a path to go, hey, I've noticed this. We're going to we're gonna drive down this roundabout and around it and... And I'm just going to leave you on the roundabout. You can go around it as many times as you want until you get the victory, until you get that humility, until you get that breakthrough. I'll just be out the other side. But I need you to work on this area. It doesn't 
mean it doesn't flow in other areas of your life because God works on us piece by piece. But I want to say, as, as a church, let's have faith. Let's be people of faith. Let it be known that Equipus Church in Dunedin are people of faith, people who need Jesus, people who trust Jesus, people who rely on Jesus, people who will follow Jesus, people who will follow Him to this place and to that place. It's going to be scary, but hey, if He can take you to a place of ankle deep, you can learn to get to a place of knee deep. And then from knee deep, you can get to a place of waist deep. And from waist deep, you can get to a place of, whoa, this is crazy, but Lord, I'm free to follow. I'm free to follow. Tonight, I believe there's people here in this room where the Lord's just saying, hey, you were ankle deep in this area. I want to take you to knee deep. He wants to lead you to that place. There's people who here tonight, you've taken that step and you're knee deep. He's going to take you to waist deep. It's going to be a bit scary, but hey, it takes faith to trust God. He could make you do a, a deep end dive like Noah. Because I don't think there was no ankle knee waist deep there. It was just like, boat a boat. That's it. But God, God knows your limits. God knows who you are. And He wants to disciple you. He wants to lead you. But if you want to get a flow in your world, it's going to come from following Jesus through your life. If we miss out the following part, we'll get a frustration instead. So let's be a church of faith. Let's be a church that follows, that follows Jesus. And let's be a church that knows the flow and knows the blessings of God. Now, I shared those silly little stories before about upgrade at the airport and, and, and the Mustang. Why? Because I really want you to get upgraded in life. I really want you to have the best life possible. This world is something that the Lord created for us. For, for, and, and He wants to give us the life and life in its abundance. Do you want to live life and life in its abundance? Because Jesus died and rose again for it. Not just for me, but for you as well. And He wants to bless you, but let's be people of faith. But let's be people that follow Christ through the areas of life that we have to deal with because it's the dealing with those issues that lead us to a place of freedom. And the flow will come. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Let's jump to our feet. Thank you for listening to this message recorded at Equipus Church Dunedin. We pray it blessed you. For more information, please visit equipuschurch.com.